Hello everyone, my name is Brian Tamburino. And this is Brendan Carey. And together, as members of Fuel, we bring you Season 2 of FuelCast, the only young professionals podcast in Connecticut. FuelCast is brought to you by the local networking group Fuel and the Greater Valley Chamber of Commerce. We're back with Episode 2, interviewing our guest, Jimmy Tickey, District Director to Congressman Jim Himes, and Community Serviceman. Let's uh, resume with your story about experience rebuilding, shel- uh, celebrate shelter, rebuilding, not not rebuilding, building, Okay. <laughs> right, creating. A couple of years ago, my sister, Nicole, and our friend Michael and I started uh, Celebrate Shelton. So this was an idea that really my sister had in that she uh, is a small business herself, as is Michael, and we wanted to create a place where small businesses and handmade vendors could come together and we did a monthly market for several years here in downtown Shelton, which was really a destination for people to come and buy local handmade gifts, shopping local, buying local. Uh, And we did that around the holiday season and then all year long. And that really grew into an effort that we now have with downtown Shelton called Celebrate Shelton. And we do the summer concert series for three weeks in the summer right here at the Veterans Memorial Park in downtown Shelton. That did so well the last several years that we started a food truck festival in the spring and in the fall. And so the whole idea behind it is to offer free family-friendly events uh, spring, throughout the summer, and in the fall for families to come to enjoy live music, food trucks. For the adults, there's a beer garden. We have artists and vendors. It is really a place to gather, to come, because growing up, my sister and I and Michael was from Shelton as well there was not much to do in downtown Shelton. And we're getting to the point now where there are people living in downtown Shelton. There's residences that are being built and um, we need to do more to make downtown Shelton vibrant, where it's a destination for people to come, to listen to live music, to to congregate. Um, and so in the last five or six years that we have done Celebrate Shelton, it has just been so exciting to see year to year, summer to summer, more and more people coming out to our free summer concert series that we have throughout the summer. What about the quality of the performers? They've been improving? Awesome, yes. And I am, uh, I leave that to my sister who really knows music and really gets some sought after regional uh, and national bands that we get through downtown Shelton. Um, And so the music is, is awesome. Uh, we get the best food trucks that we can find throughout Connecticut, and again, it's a it's a free event for families um, for them to come and them to enjoy the sounds. And swinging back to nonprofits, doesn't celebrate Shelton in that event help some local nonprofits? We do. So every uh, summer we have a different nonprofit. The Boys and Girls Club has been one of the beneficiaries. Where if anybody chooses to make a donation. Uh, and in the proceeds that we do raise that night from the vendor fees and so forth goes right back to uh, a nonprofit. And the Boys and Girls Club has been a beneficiary of that, as well as Adams House in downtown Shelton, which does a lot of work with kids and trauma um, as well. And so for us, it is about putting something in downtown Shelton that get, gets people to come here. And we have had such a positive response from a lot of the small businesses that are in Shelton saying, you know, there's been more foot traffic, there's been more people coming to downtown Shelton. And so that's really what we we aim to achieve in providing a fun, free event for folks and to get more people right to downtown Shelton. And it all started, we were talking about it before, it all started right in this building, right where we're recording. Yes. In the Conti building, in the Conti building in, in downtown Shelton, my sister and Michael had uh, stores here in downtown Shelton. Michael has gone on to really expand his business, and he's now in uh, downtown Seymour. Um, but they had a concept to gather small businesses, handmade vendors, and put a real emphasis on shopping local, shopping mm. small. And so we started the market right here in the Conti building. Wow. 
I'll talk about inspirational. I'm, I'm excited for this Celebrate Shelton performers because I went to uh, Stanford live at five mm-hmm. years ago and I saw Casey and the Sunshine Band. <laughs> that was one of my favorite concert experience. Probably my favorite. Second only to Kid Rock. Wow. wow. <laughs> I okay. swear to God. Oh, man. So that live performance is something that you... Yeah, I enjoy it very much. Yeah, it's great. You can't go wrong with live performances, and um, especially when you're out in the summer and you can meet up with friends and family. Mm-hmm. And I, I, my hope is that as this grows, uh, you know, we can continue to get, you know, even more well-known uh, performers. And uh, what's better than this? For the last couple of years, we've had free ice cream. Thanks, oh. to, thanks to Liberty Bank. They have been a sponsor that has provided... The first 500 ice creams of the night wow. are completely free. Wow. I don't know how you get any better than that on a summer night. And they're real, they're all local vendors. You know, yeah. you're really trying to, to, to get people down, like you said, you know, to, to shop local and to see this. And it really stimulates the economy when you get people down here like that. Do you think that, you know, kids growing up and, and somebody maybe listening to this podcast, you know, wanting to get involved with something like this, but just not knowing because there are so many avenues and maybe they have the same sort of, you know, desire as you to be in politics. What are like one or two groups that you'd be like, you know what, I would really suggest you start getting involved with this. Yeah, I would. So first, anybody can find me and call me and I'm always happy to to help them. We're a a tight knit uh, family in the valley. And, um, you know, if somebody wanted to pursue something um, in the uh, you know, the nonprofit space or the community space. Look at the Valley Community Foundation. Look at the uh, Valley United Way, the Boys and Girls Club. There's a Health and Human Services Council. Um, and if somebody wants to do something more in the business community, uh, the Chamber of Commerce and Bill Purcell, who's been such a great friend. Fantastic. And um, you've got this great group happening here with Fuel. Um, this is a great place for people to go as maybe a clearinghouse of ideas and what people can, can how they can get involved. Um, I always rely on Bill and the Chamber for advice, uh, bouncing ideas off of, and so people should feel comfortable reaching out to the Chamber mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, I reach out to Nancy probably too often. <laughs> <laughs> Asking a million questions. Well, that's the beauty of, of the valley, right? That yeah. we we um, we do have a lot of development. There are businesses here, but we still haven't lost our sense of commitment to service and the community, and we are tight knit. Mm-hmm. And there's still that service where if you call somebody, you will get a phone call back. Let's take a moment to highlight the organizations that allowed this all to happen. If you're not yet a member and are interested in getting involved with the Greater Valley Chamber of Commerce, Fuel, or Fuelcast. Find out more about membership options and or fuel sponsorship by contacting us via social media or greatervalleychamber.com. So we've mentioned business a couple times, and one of the things we chatted about in the uh, last episode um, was a business that that you created at at the ripe old age of 13. (laughs) Jimmy, tell me about that. Okay. Well, back before everybody could go and design their own websites, I, you know, this was like, you know, HTML coding and I don't even know what got me interested in it but I started design websites and I practically became nocturnal while I was you know in middle school and in high school and I would design websites all night long I absolutely loved it I had a um I had like a kind of an entertainment website I would write up reviews I started to work with other area groups I worked with the Scarpas when they first started Center Stage Shelton. I did their website. Um, So I had just started doing websites for people. And so, you know, at the age of 13, um, you know, my parents said, okay, Jimmy, you know, you might want, we we might need to like formalize this. And so I remember starting an LLC, a limited liability company. And my 
think my mom was the my mom was the owner because you know I, w I was still a minor and going through that process all I wanted to do was just design websites mm -hmm. and um, so I just learned how to at this young age just you know talk to business owners figure out what can they do they want to be online obviously things have changed since then everyone's on social media mm -hmm. websites are a little different but back then um, in the you know between 2000 and 2010 your website was really everything and that's where people went to learn everything about your business there was no blogs even mm. at that point so um, yeah it, it it was it was a fun hobby that turned into a job and was another way for me to get to know the community and some area businesses and learn about them hmm. um, I did the Shelton Youth Service Bureau I did some other small businesses wow. around town um, and throughout the valley yeah, probably at one wow. point I probably had like like you know probably like upwards of like thirty clients, Jesus. which was a riot. Wow. Yeah, with a PO box. Yeah, you know, like I know. Yeah. A long That's talent. I know. And, and fan mail delivered right to your room. Right, right. Wow. And and I was thirteen, so of course, if you're a boy at the age of thirteen and your name is Jimmy, what do you name the business? The Jimmy's World Network. So it, oh. yeah, it what all made it? sense. Jimmy's what? Jimmy's World Network. That's it all, nice. it all made sense from my bedroom when I was thirteen. Yeah. Designing websites. <laughs> yes. So what did you do for fun? What do you do for fun now? Typical so, day. So now for fun, I would love to just hang out with friends, family, go out with friends, go back to New York City, you know, hang out with friends that are in New York. Um, and uh, I love to go out, you know, in New Haven um, and really just, you know, time with friends is great, especially since I do spend so much um, of my time kind of crisscrossing the state. It's nice even just like have a night in and, and hang out with friends and, and catch up. That's nice. Take a moment to highlight the organizations that allowed this all to happen. If you're not yet a member and are interested in getting involved with the Greater Valley Chamber of Commerce, Fuel, or FuelCast, find out more about membership options and or Fuel sponsorship by contacting us via social media or greatervalleychamber.com. As a young person getting involved, I didn't see a lot of other young people, and I was often the youngest person in the room. And so now uh, to see other young people um, being engaged in these efforts is really refreshing. It's a great experience for them, and only good things will come with it for the city and for communities when you have a wide variety of people involved, you know, from all walks of life, and that includes young people. And um, that's great. What advice would you give to a young person, you know, that, that doesn't know exactly, you know, the direction they want to take, but they understand that politics is something that they're, they're, they feel strongly about? Yeah, I would say to ask questions about how your town or how your government works. Uh, and it doesn't always have to be political. I remember when I was first getting involved uh, in high school, I uh, never even thought that politics was an option or a way to be involved. I got involved through the community, through the Valley United Way and through the Rotary Club, which had an interact club in Shelton. And um, so I really saw it through the, a community lens and through a nonprofit lens about how our nonprofits up the Valley really work together um, and how they help people who need it most throughout the valley. And you often think, you know, that there isn't a need, but then you take a deeper look and you talk with people who are involved in these efforts, and there really is across the, the valley. How many people live right on the cusp of poverty or one uh, disaster, car breaks down, or a major health ailment, and then they are, um, they don't know what to do, and um, they're, 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 they were living paycheck to paycheck, and now, um, you know, they're in financial ruin. And so seeing how a lot of the nonprofits throughout the valley, specifically the Valley United Way, 
worked to improve their lives and and help them open my eyes to being involved in Shelton and in the Valley. Yeah, it's done the same for me too. I started I started volunteering with them a while ago, and then uh, I got the same experience. I got to see all the people that needed help, um, all the communities that were close to uh, the poverty line. Mm-hmm. It really it's inspiring. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, really because is. I don't know. I I remember like if my car broke down, sometimes I'd have to call my grandpa and like, hey, you know what I mean? I didn't have any money. Mm-hmm. Um, help me out. So it's um, I think that's what's most important to me. After I discovered what you discovered, um, have the ability to help somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. That's right. So you know what I think? This is this is interesting because. I didn't know that you had the same experience, right? So if we had, uh, I want to know which personality quality we share. And I'm sure Brendan feels the same way. So there's there's got to be some type of personality quality. And we don't know each other well mm. enough, but you two know each other pretty well. What do you think you, you think you share a certain personality trait? I, I think passion and compassion. You know, I mean, passion for what you do and compassion for others. And when you mix that together, I mean, you really find avenues. Um, you know, to help people. Mm-hmm. And I think you've done that for, for years, you know, yeah. years and years. Yeah, you have to care about, I think, the community to, to take that time to volunteer. And unfortunately, sometimes, you know, we all move so fast in life that people don't take the time. But I think when, when people pause um, and they see just um, what a sense of gratification you can just get from volunteering, from being involved, it could be as simple as just volunteering for a couple of hours you know mm. at a food bank but i think especially when young people start going down that path it really sets them up for a life of service or being involved and opens you up to so many more opportunities that you wouldn't otherwise see and things you wouldn't know about your own community and how it really works let's take a moment to highlight one of our sponsors peralta design a recent study found that the average person's attention span is only eight seconds don't let wordy explanations lose you business Peralta Design creates engaging explainer videos to educate your potential clients or customers about what you do without losing their attention. Whether it be live action or animation, Peralta Design will give your product a service of fighting chance in the information age. Don't let your business get lost in the crowd. Stand out with the video services provided by Peralta Design. We launch brands. I want to, we, we have about 10 minutes left, so there are a few things I want to touch on that we kind of ask everyone. So first, uh, I think it's important to know what you look for when you're making new connections, right? As a young professional, starting a job or in the middle of your career, what do you look for? For me. Correct. Um, well, I love meeting people and uh, I like to hear about what they're interested in because you may not think that you have anything in common with a particular person, but um, once you take the time to meet somebody and, and find out not just you know where they work or what their title is that doesn't really matter but what are their int- what are their interests you know inside of work or outside of work and I think you can find commonalities maybe somebody cares a lot about their town maybe somebody cares about development or mm. about getting involved or they've got a great idea that you know hasn't been brought up yet but maybe you can point them in the right direction to make it happen that's what my sister and Michael and I did with this concert series you know mm. so um, I enjoy hearing w- where people's interests are what they hope to do or to achieve or what they want to get involved with and, and, and it brings me to, to, to a thought that I had a little while ago 
Um, you know, it's something we had discussed. You know, so a lot of people when they get into networking, um, it's because of business. You know, I mean, they're, they're finished with high school and they go into business, finished with college and they go into business and they start networking. But there's so many young people that I see now that are getting involved. And, and we, we spoke about one before, um, you know, Matt McGee. You know, I mean, local, you know, high school kid, you know, getting involved, really, really starting to push the ball forward. Passion. You know, exactly. Mm -hmm. Tons mm -hmm. of passion. Um, so, I mean, for somebody, you know, that young, you know, who, who doesn't do it because, you know, their boss told them, you know, you got to get out there mm -hmm. networking. You know, what, what, what advice would you give to somebody like that, a, a young person? Yeah, and I know Matt, and, and, and I would say, and I have said to Matt, you know, keep going. Matt, for those of you who are listening that don't know, is an 18-year-old high school senior. He ran for alderman, yeah. uh, just missed it. He is going to keep wow. staying involved, and uh, I think that we've got to just encourage people to, uh, you know, get involved. And if they want to run for office, run for office. If you have another idea, just pursue it. You know, I remember just having advisors when I was younger, different groups I was involved with, and to just to have a young person say, have an a person say to a young person get involved you know you would be great and just encourage them it goes a very long way in the life of a young person and sure. so if there's people in high school that are thinking about getting involved they need to just go for it and um, for folks like Matt and there's others that have, have gotten involved I've seen locally and it's so refreshing to see young people enter into whatever arena it is business or a boardroom or in politics, just get involved because the decisions are, are getting made. Um, and I sit on our Planning and Zoning Commission in Shelton, and I am often hearing applicants and other commissioners talk about what millennials are looking for. Hmm. I am the only millennial at the table, and <laughs> we need more young people at the table to talk about um, you know, what developments look like. And we're, when we're having a conversation about what the market demands and what millennials are looking for, I think that the best people that can answer for that are people who are younger in their 20s and 30s, young professionals in their 40s that are moving to Shelton. You know, what are you interested in? And I think a part of that is a vibrant downtown, mm. a walkable downtown, uh, better signs, better lighting, better parking. That yeah. will attract more unique shops, businesses, eateries, restaurants. And then when you get those um, enhanced eateries and restaurants and unique shops, it's only going to create even more foot traffic. Right. And it really is cyclical. And suddenly you will see having a really vibrant uh, downtown that we can take pride in. I've talked with the business owners. We have some great businesses and, and restaurants here already. Mm. They're wanting more parking. Uh, they want, you can't have enough competition with restaurants, you know, right. because you're gonna hit them all eventually. Mm -hmm. If one is busy, you'll go to the next, but maybe you'll pop over to the other after for a drink and whatnot, and especially for young people, right? We're, we're happy to walk around. We want a very walkable downtown mm. and a walkable area. Right. So uh, I'm really focused on that, and so for anyone that wants to get involved in that regard, please, we need your voice in this conversation. Wow. Cool, that's great. That note, what is one piece of advice you'd give to someone they're just starting their career, looking to switch companies, or maybe the city like you? Yeah, I would say go for it. I mean, don't hold back and, and go for it, right? Ask the right questions, talk to people, be persistent. Persistence can go a long way. And to absolutely pursue what maybe your heart or your gut is telling you to do to pursue it. Your heart or your gut, so I mean, you know, like an inspiration, like a drive within. Mm -hmm. What's your inspiration? You know, for me, I, 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 my answer is not one that is, uh, you know, a world-renowned person with all due respect to those that have that. I've, I've always <laughs> just pulled from people in my own life, you know, that I, you know, have been in touch with and I've seen. Um, so whether it was, you know, my parents growing up, but particularly uh, my mom, 
she was a principal, so I remember going to school with her and just seeing her walk the halls and go in and out of the classrooms in Bridgeport and just being so in awe of the work that she did every day. I would come home exhausted. I don't know how she <laughs> did it. Um, so I pull from real people. I mentioned Jack Walsh earlier. For 30 years, he was a president of our Valley United Way, which helped transform this valley. So I pull from you know people that I have met and I think if you can walk away from a situation or an endeavor, leaving it better than when you found it, that's great because we're all here to just make a mark for a bit and, and pass it on and keep yeah. doing that good work. So I kind of come at it from that very local and, and personal perspective. For sure. And when I'm around people like that, I try to pick up qualities that have made them successful. Right. Right. And I think that that for me is probably one of the mm -hmm. most important points because I see Brendan maybe posture. Or something right wow brendan's got great posture and people take him seriously because of it i'm gonna try to make my posture a little bit better right mm -hmm. or um what do you think do you think you picked up any qualities from these people yes i think brendan has great posture <laughs> and i don't i definitely don't um but no I, I think you do i think you you pick up you know the best in people and i also think that's a reminder to surround yourself with positive people and people that you know when you feel the best, you should take note of that with the people that you are around, and you should consider, um, you know, surrounding yourself with people that are encouraging and supportive. That's awesome. All right, final question, and then we'll let people know where they can find you. So, what are you looking forward to in the upcoming year? Uh, well. I just started a new role, so I am looking forward to this new role um, to continue to be you know, involved in Shelton, specifically with the downtown and planning and zoning. We have a lot of big projects ahead of us. It's an opportunity to shape the future of Shelton and uh, the Naugatuck Valley for that region. And um, you know, you put one good day in front of the other, and I hope for a great year. Great. Right on. Jimmy, I mean, thank you very much. So, I mean, how, how can listeners connect with you? So I am like any good millennial i am on all social media so i i have a twitter uh, i have an instagram i have facebook uh and it's jimmy ticky and i remember the day that my friend was able to get facebook.com backslash jimmy ticky and he thought it was the coolest thing um so shout out to danny um and so somehow we have that too which is a page that people can like and connect with me and uh, i consider myself very accessible mm -hmm. and i'm always happy to chat with anybody thank you for listening uh we hope you tune in next time for more fun and insightful interviews with an array of staff guests please subscribe to our show and find out more about our fuel at fuelthevalley.com and on our facebook page thank you for listening the opinions expressed in this podcast are not necessarily the opinions of the staff management sponsors or the greater valley chamber of commerce and it has a tangible difference on the families and the kids in that area hmm.